Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Help Myself Podcast. I am your host, John M. Singletary Sr. Y'all know what it is, man. I got to put that senior in there because I got a junior. That's my co-pilot, also known as LJ. So, man, I am excited. This is the first of an amazing journey that we're about to embark on. You know, the Help Myself podcast, our origin is audio podcasting, and we're going to keep on giving you the option to listen to our podcast audio. There'll be some extra stuff that I'll be able to, uh, you know, drop on you in the audio um, platform because, you know, sometimes it's quicker to be able to do it that way. But in addition to that, we are doing the Help Myself podcast live video format. So I'm excited. Uh, I welcome you to the show here from the Help Myself podcast headquarters. For all of my new folks that uh, this is your first time tuning in, first time supporting uh, any of my endeavors, I want to say thank you first off because there's so many other things you could be doing, but you decided to take a little bit of time to be here with me right now. And I certainly appreciate you. So who am I? My name is John M. Singletary. Again, I am the host of the uh, Help Myself podcast, man. And uh, I uh, decided to start a podcast during the pandemic. We've been talking about doing a pan, uh, doing a podcast for a while. A buddy of mine kept saying, hey, you should do a, a podcast. And I've said this before, but I felt more comfortable writing. I felt more comfortable presenting from that type of platform. And, uh, you know, I decided to do it middle of the pandemic, March of 2020. And so we got to going and here and there. And then I started to kind of, I uh, started to catch my stride. And, and I tell you what, if you do get an opportunity to go to the Help Myself podcast page, go check out the very first episode. It, it's a great episode, but it's also a hilarious episode. I laugh every time because, you know, it started out rough. It was just a rough draft. But then when I got to going, I said, hey, you know what I think? Uh, I think I got something here. And from that moment on, the Help Myself podcast was born. Let's celebrate the Help Myself podcast. <laughs> uh, but, you know, from then on, you know, I just kept going and learning, failing, learning from my mistakes, getting better. And there's a lot of things that I'm going to do in this live uh, video that may be a little rough around the edges, but it's going to tie in perfectly with what I want to talk about tonight. But before we get into our main topic, for all of you that listen to my audio podcast, you know I like to do segments. There's two segments that we do. I'm just going to do one segment tonight, but there's two segments that we do. We do help on it, and that's why I take an opportunity to talk about somebody that's inspirational, that has motivated and inspired me, somebody who you know has been supportive, and then we've got the F Yo Couch. Come on now. All my people know I love the F Yo Couch. And really what that was about is it's an opportunity to get people off of their couch and into their communities and active in their own lives, uh, whether it be doing community service, whether it be doing something to personally uh, help you better your life, your circumstances, your situation. So F your couch because progress is not made while we're sitting on the couch. Progress is made when we get active in our lives. So I'm real quick to say help or F your couch. And I don't know why my voice does that every time I say it, I just get excited. But 
what I want to do is I want to do the help wanted. We'll uh we'll work on some things and we'll get F your couch because I know all of uh all of my peeps, my supporters, y'all have been missing it. And we'll get back to it. But I do want to do help wanted because uh there's somebody who has very you know been very, very supportive, inspirational, answers all of my dumb questions. <laughs> You know, we hang out. Uh, as a lot of you know, I'm part of a, a collective called The Real Shop Talk, five gentlemen with no personal agendas, but an agenda to make the community and to make the village better and stronger and to bridge those gaps, you know, so that we can operate in love and unity is, um, versus, you know, all the fighting and the tearing down of each other. So I'm very proud to be a part of that collective. And uh, somebody very important to that collective is my brother, Derek Jones. And that is who I would like to spotlight on this version of Help Wanted. Let me tell you a little bit about Derek Jones. Derek Jones is the founder and the host and the producer of the Relationship Gumbo podcast. Now, being somebody from the South, as soon as I heard gumbo, I got excited. You know what I'm saying? But it's all about the ingredients. And so he really takes an analytical look. And I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but um, he has been an engineer with NASA for over 21 years. And he really brings that analytic perspective to his life and relationship coaching. And he would like to say he just brings it to the coaching, but he brings it to our team. He brings it to the way we produce our platforms, our social media. Everything that we do has a very logical engineer type mindset. And I just love the way he breaks things down. And here's a clip of him talking about conditional standards. And I feel some kind of way about it because I almost feel like he's talking about me. But let's check out this clip from uh, the person who is the subject of this week's Help Wanted, Derek Jones, Relationship Gumbo Podcast. Hey, if that person look a certain way or they have a certain title on their resume or, you know, so you guys have either participated in this or are actively participating in this. And I'm gonna give y'all, no, I just don't talk about things on the surface. I always give you like a slant and some nuance to it so that you can think about it a little differently. We know that there are those who put different parameters and conditions based on how the person they have tingly they get or how, how the person looks and they're like, yeah, and it, but at the same turn, they'll be with a group of friends or they'll be in a public arena and say how many standards they have and can't nobody meet their standards. Those standards drop real low when somebody just does it for you. And you're like, well, maybe I can let a couple of these things slide because I like it here. 
<laughs> you know, the crazy part is we were just talking about that. And that's why I feel like uh, he was talking about me. But if you listen a little bit further, he's not specifically talking to me. But <laughs> I was just saying, you know, you can have all of these standards, but when somebody rings your bells, them standards go out the window. And uh, trust me, it's the truth. But if you are interested in getting to know more about Derek Jones, I'll definitely spotlight him on my socials. But you can find everything uh, out about him at relationshipgumbo.info. Again, that is relationshipgumbo, all one word, dot info. You can follow him on his socials uh, to let you know what time his show is streaming. And he actually streams at 8 p.m. Eastern, Wednesday nights. So you got to check him out. One of my brothers of the Real Shop Talk. So uh, that's who I wanted to talk about for Help Wanted. But now, man, let's get into the meat of the show. And let me tell you something. I see all these people that do all of this and they do the uh, the production and all of that. And I got to give them props because I tell you what, this ain't easy at all. This is not easy at all. But if you want to continue to follow, if you want to learn more about the Help Myself podcast right there on the ticker, the website, that's the IG handle, follow, subscribe, like, and again, thank you for coming in and spending a little time with me. But this week, I want to talk about start from right where you are. And so I kind of got into it talking about some of the things, you know, the intros, the outros, the uh, clips that I put together. And, you know, I spent a lot of time coming up with reasons why I couldn't do a video podcast. And prior to that, I spent a lot of time coming up with reasons why I couldn't do an audio podcast. <laughs> and prior to that, I came up with reasons why I couldn't do this and why I couldn't do that. But let me tell you something. Uh, there are at least three things. And I'm going to talk about three things that really keep us from just getting into that thing that we are passionate about. And really what they are, they're excuses that we create. Because I say this all the time, there are people that are taking less than what we have, and they're winning with it. Not because everything's perfect and not even because they even have the same skill, talent, but it's because they believe in themselves and they're getting out there and they're putting it out into the world. So we're going to look at three reasons why a lot of times we don't get into that. And I want to use those three reasons to encourage you to get up, get out, get something. You got to start where you are, use what you got and do all you can. And that's not my three. That's just something I want to share with you. And start where you are. You can't start from nowhere else but where you are right now. And all you got to use is what you got right now. But you can definitely make an impact. If you start where you are, use what you got and do all you can. So one of the biggest problems that we deal with when it comes to following our dreams, our passions, utilizing our talents and our skill sets, even our expertise. And I tell you what, it's some for sure enough subject matter experts out there. They deal with imposter syndrome. They deal with all kinds of things that keep them from allowing the world to be improved by their expertise. And one of the biggest things, the first thing that we do, we focus on what we don't have instead of what we do have. We focus on what we don't have instead of what we do have. Listen, 
<laughs> I've done interviews for many positions. And every once in a while, especially when I'm interviewing for a supervisory position or a leadership position, you'll have somebody that will come from outside of the target organization and they don't necessarily have that skill set. But maybe they were a leader in another organization or they're currently a leader. And one of the things I noticed is that when they're interviewing for these positions, a lot of times they try to create this experience that they don't really have. You know, they try to say, well, you know, back in the day, I used to do this a little bit and I did a little bit of that. But they're really just trying to create a experience that they don't have when they've got a built in advantage. A majority of the people that are trying to interview against them have program experience, but they don't have the supervisory or leadership experience. And all they have to say is they can lean on the experience that they do have. It is impressive when you've led teams, when you've supervised people, when you've managed, uh, when you've managed people, programs, budgets, all of these things. That's impressive because believe it or not, it's a steep learning curve. You can know all about the program, but we say it all the time. Your best salesman or your best salesperson isn't always your best leader. And all of the specific programmatic stuff, we can teach you that. But knowing how to lead, knowing how to manage, knowing how to organize and do all of these things that this person is already doing in another position and in another situation, they're hamstringing themselves by coming in and talking about experience that they don't have when there's all of this experience that they do have. So now, how does that uh, work for you? So many times we are talking about the stuff that we don't have. I'm going to use myself as an example. I'm not a singer. <laughs> Listen, I'll make a joyful noise and my shower and be some concerts going on in there. Man. And LJ, my co-pilot, my baby, I love him because he'd be in there dancing and singing along with me, make me feel real good. But listen, let me tell you something. Nobody's going to invite me to anything public or even virtual because of my singing bona fides. That ain't going to happen. That That's not my skill. There's plenty of folks I know that I'm connected with that have beautiful singing voices. I'm not one of them. But sometimes I get caught up in man, you know, I can't do this. I can't do that. And I remember in the speaking arena, uh, there'd be fellas that could sing. And I'd be like, man, if I could speak and sing, I'd be unstoppable. But then we get together and start talking and they would talk about stuff that I could do that they couldn't do. I literally had uh, somebody that could sing and play musician, uh, uh, you know, play instruments and all this other stuff. Tell me, that he always wished that he could rap. And I said, what? Rapping is easy. But what I didn't realize was that was my skill set. And all this time I was working. Now, I'm not telling you that I'm going to start doing, uh, doing raps before I speak. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying all this time I looked down on my own skill set and I put other skill sets on a pedestal and it made me hyper-focused on what I don't have instead of focusing on what I do have. And, you know, I may not be the most eloquent speaker that you'll ever hear, but I do have a talent of breaking bigger concepts down into smaller concepts that are easily understood. It's a gift. My mind even works in analogies whenever I'm just talking. I'm able to break a concept down into an analogy to make it understandable in normal conversation. And that was one of, one of the biggest compliments I've ever gotten is, 
They say the young people like to listen to me speak because they say they understand what I'm talking about, that I make it uh, really relatable. And as we like to say, I make it plain. So that was my gift. But all this time, I was worried about stuff that I don't have. And that's what we do a lot of times. We get caught up in all this stuff that we don't have. When we've got all this stuff to work with, stop worrying about what you don't have. Like, there are just some things I'm never going to have. I can't buy them. I can't train to get them. I'm never going to have them. So why would I be focused on something that I don't have? I'm 5'11", 6 foot, depending on who got the the ruler. (laughs) I will never be 6'5", 6'6". It's not going to happen. Not in my lifetime. They might come out with surgeries that can make you taller. And I've seen some of them. They look painful. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm average height. I'm good with that. But I'm never going to be that hype. So why worry about it? You know, I mean, just the, just so many things. But if I worry about what I do bring, and then the realization is, is that what I have is good enough. It's just fine. In a lot of cases, it's outstanding. And, and there are people that value what I specifically bring. So get out of your head and stop worrying about what you don't have and use what you do have. You know, when we were doing this, I was like, I don't have the camera. I don't have this kind of mic. I don't have this kind of light. And, you know, I'm looking at other people that have this, this, and that. Let me tell you something. Uh, Will Smith has put together some edited videos that are amazing, but he still get the same amount of views and likes when he just turn his phone on and talk into it for about 15, 20 seconds, because they're not worried about the production value. They're worried about the content. And the content is Will Smith. And so when we're talking about what you are gifted to do, you are the content. You are the subject matter expert of all things you that you're passionate about. So stop worrying about what you don't have and take all of that focus and focus on all of the amazing things that you do have. You'll be amazed at the difference you can make if you focus on what you got. But another mistake we make, we're focused on perfection instead of progress. And all of my procrastinators know we don't procrastinate because we're lazy or because we don't want to do it. We procrastinate because in our mind, we set this standard of perfection, what it should look like, what it should be. And then we think that's the way, that's the only way that it should get done. And that if we don't meet that standard, then we're not going to do it. But let me tell you something, stop focusing on perfection and just do it. I mean, I kind of alluded to it, but I mean, there are people out here in this world that are making millions of dollars. Don't believe me, man. Look up the top paid YouTubers and they're making millions of dollars by just turning their phone on, doing this, doing that so much. Like I remember when I started the podcast, you know, I didn't have a mic. You know, I didn't. There was a lot of things that I have now that I didn't have. All I had was my phone. But as I listened to the tutorials, they would tell me, all you need is your phone to do this. And for the entire first season, I recorded every episode from season one from my phone. I even recorded a couple episodes on season two from my phone because it got to the point. (laughs) I got used to it. Like it was a comfort level, you know, and and that let me know, like the first season was really where I got the best reception, you know. I'll be honest with you, buying all of the, the materials and the software and new laptop and microphone and, you know, the catch, all this money I spent, it didn't 
impact, you know, my support because my support came from my content, from my heart, from what I'm passionate about. And so I don't want any of you to get so caught up on perfection that you're not making progress because there are opportunities out there and you never know. So like when we talk about focused on perfection, the scaling on my intros and, you know, on my videos, it's not perfect. When I got started, like this wasn't the background I wanted. I want to do something different with the background, but it ain't look right. Uh, there, there's so many things that we did in this episode that aren't exactly how I visualized them. If I had a studio and production company and all of these other things, they didn't meet that, that, you know, they didn't meet that parameter, but I still have something to say. And it is definitely my desire that as I'm telling you to start where you are, to start right where you are, that somebody will be inspired, that they won't continue to live in their head and not allow the greatness that is within them to flow out into the world because you never know how many lives you can impact by just doing what you're passionate about. So one, don't focus on what you don't have. Focus on what you do have. Secondly, stop being focused on perfection instead of progress. Because if you keep making progress, pretty soon you'll be the parameter in which they said it's perfect. I think I said something that bars. <laughs> but then the third thing, focused on what you want and think instead of what a possible target art uh, audience wants and thinks. So let me break down uh, phone ringing. See, I knew that would happen. My phone would be ringing. All this stuff would be happening while I'm recording. And guess what? I thought you told you that we don't stop. I thought I told you that we don't stop. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> but a lot of times we're focused on what we want and think instead of what a possible target audience wants and thinks. Listen, let me explain this one. I don't, I think most people are in this, you know, fall in this category. I don't like the way my voice sounds, or I don't like to hear my own voice, or I don't like the way I look on camera. All this stuff that we'd be worried about, but I'm making it about me, or you're making it about you, which you don't like. I don't like uh, the lighting that I have. But you know, there are people that want to hear what you have to say, that want to see the things that you have to produce, that want to experience what you have to offer, and they don't see it the same way. Oftentimes, we're our hardest and harshest critic. You know, somebody may look at you and be like, yo, that person got it together, and you looking at yourself like, oh, I messed this up, I messed that up, I messed this up. But there are all these people that can benefit from what you have to offer, but you are robbing them of that opportunity because you're so worried about how you feel about it. You know, you're worried about you don't like the fact that you don't have this kind of voice or you don't have this kind of product or you don't have this, this, that and the other. And there are people that love exactly what you have to offer. There's people that need your expertise. People want to read what you're writing. People want to hear what you're saying. 
People want you to sing your song. People want to see your face and your expressions and feel your energy. People want the guidance that you have to offer. People want your expertise and your ability to strategize and do these things. But we're all up in our head like, oh, you know, I don't like this. I don't like that. Stop focusing on what you want and think instead of what a possible target audience wants and thinks. My bag is leadership personal development and professional development. And I could keep that all to myself, but what I found out is that as I did exit interviews with members of my team, as I had discussions with people uh, that have worked for me and have worked with me, they always consistently talked about um, my ability to train, my ability to lead, my ability to, to make these concepts work, my ability to build high-performing teams to inspire people to do their thing. And, you know, I realized all this time because of my opinion of it, I'm like, you know, I'm not really impressed with me. This ain't got nothing to do with me, though. It don't matter whether or not I'm impressed with me or I like what me is doing. It's about what I have to offer to other people. And imagine laying on your deathbed and all around you are all of the dreams, all of the accomplishments, all of the lives that you could have impacted. And they're looking at you and they're saying, I'm going to have to go to the grave with you because you were worried about how you felt about it. You were worried about people might talk about me. People might laugh at me, judge me. People are going to laugh and talk and judge. Let them. That ain't got nothing to do with you. That's their life. But you are too fabulous. You're too amazing. You are too talented. You are too, too charismatic. you got too much to offer to sit around being focused on what you don't have instead of all the amazing things that you do have. To be focused on perfection instead of making progress. And to be focused on what you think and what you want instead of what a possible target audience wants and thinks. Just imagine, you know, when they were making cars and planes and all of that, and they said, oh, you know what? People might say this looks funny, so we're not going to do it. And then the world would have been deprived of such amazing inventions because they got in their own head. But sometimes it's going to take courage. You can't be afraid to fail. If you're going to fail, fail forward. You can't be afraid to innovate. You can't be afraid to think outside of the box. Let me tell you something. Innovation, uh, change, all of these things, they don't come from living inside the box, doing it the way it's always been done, doing it the way everybody else does it. Every once in a while, man, you're just going to have to do it the way you want to do it. Give me the opportunity so I can do it the way I do it. That's the inside joke. <laughs> But listen, I say all of this because I believe in you. I want to make sure that I'm taking my time to give you encouragement, to give you tools, to give you resources, because this life that we're living, we only get one. I tell this story all the time, but I was in the mall and there was a young lady at the kiosk and she uh, she was selling some face products and, you know, you know, the price was ridiculous, especially at that point in my life. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not trying to do that. But uh, she was like, you know, you only get one skin. 
<laughs> and, you know, I always laughed about that. You know, you only get one skin. But it's so true. You only get one skin in the game. You only get one life. You only get one chance to do this. So why do we continue to live like we get to do this over again? Why do we keep hedging our bets like the time that we lose can be recovered? Time is a resource that can never be replaced or recovered. So you only get one life. Today is the only day you have. The past is your memory. The future is your imagination. All that truly exists is right now. And so right now, I want to encourage you to start from right where you are. You've got enough, you are enough, and you will do enough if you take that step. So, hey, listen, man, this has been a big moment in the trajectory of the Help Myself podcast. Listen, we're going to take over your Tuesday nights. We're going to get it popping. We're going to get better. I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. There's a little nervous energy because, you know, this is new. But just like it was when I first started doing the podcast, I'll catch my wave and I'll get with it. And I appreciate you rocking with me. So for me and my beloved co-pilot who's at school getting his learn on, but uh, we're going to have some episodes where he gets in and he gives his perspective and lets you know what he's feeling, what he's thinking, what's going on in his mind. But I'm going to close out tonight the same way I close out every time. Listen, I can't help myself. I've got to encourage. I've got to inspire. I've got to empower. But I can help myself by being the absolute best version of myself. You can too. So why not we do it together? Man, I appreciate y'all. And with that, we're going to sign off with the stuff I put together because I started from right where I was. You know I got to have your love.